Yeah, buddy. Phoenix Suns, the streak is not over. Five out of the last six games, the Suns have now lost. Played in Sacramento, continuing their losing road trip, as they have now lost all three games on this road trip. Uh, in Oklahoma City against the Lakers, and now to the Sacramento Kings. And while we're recording this, the Golden State and Philadelphia 76ers game is finishing up, and with that game finishing up, the Phoenix Suns are now, you know, no, they're no longer the four seed, ladies and gents. They're no longer the four seed. They're going to drop and be tied for the fifth seed, or the sixth seed. I think they actually will, maybe they're just the fifth seed. But whatever they are, they're not winning basketball games, Matthew. Same shit, different day. Phoenix yeah, dude. basketball. I can't wait for the post-game news conferences and the interviews in the locker room. These refs fucked us over. Get over it, dude. Suns got everything they needed. Booker had everything fall into place tonight for him to win this game. And he fucked us over, I think, in the third. Those technicals killed us. Mm. And he mm. got scoring off the bench. Big play by the big men. He mm. had just everyone stepping up tonight defensively. Just the right attitude through three or two and a half quarters. And then him and Chris Paul, the whole ref thing. Here we go. I'm mm. I'm done with that. I'm mm. done. Well, we've talked about, I mean, almost ad nauseum, right? Like yeah. during this last losing, two weeks. You talk about as refs. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yes. You know, it, it, it's everybody against us. And one thing that we really haven't talked about is, is and I'm sure we've talked about it, but the fact that the Phoenix Suns can't let how the officiating dictates their uh, their response to it. And I feel like whenever the Suns have a lead, because those technicals were coming with the Suns up like eight points. Yeah. You know, so they're, they they feel like, okay, I'm in a good enough spot right here to where I can go ahead and act the fool. But what they're doing is they are uh, putting themselves in a situation to where they're being detrimental to the team. And that's not what a leader should do. No. And unfortunately, you know, the, the Suns, a, a great first half, a fun first half to watch. They come out and the Sacramento Kings do what the Sacramento Kings do. They're a great offensive team. They are the best offensive team in the NBA. They score 45 points on the Suns in that third quarter. You couple that with Devin Booker and Chris Paul getting technical fouls, and this uh, lead dissipates, and ultimately you're not going to catch that team, even if they don't have De'Aaron Fox playing late in the game. And that's just kind of... That's par for the course right now. It's a, it's a lot of questions for the Phoenix Suns. There's some answers potentially on the way, but there's still questions that we have about who and what this team could be. They're an average team, but the advantage that they have is the West is average, so it's getting hot at the right time. And maybe there's a little optimism in this podcast. Maybe there is. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that. Welcome, everybody to the Suns Jam Session Podcast. Again, if you're watching along live or you're listening later, thanks for taking a little time out of your day and spending it with a couple of jackasses like John and Matthew. J-A-M Jam. That's why we named it there. So if you if you want to give us a thumbs up while you're hanging out with us, we appreciate it. If you want to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we appreciate that too. But wherever you are, the fact that you, uh, you're you a diehard basketball fan and you want to listen to a podcast about your Phoenix Suns or if you're like the Sacramento Kings fans who are coming into the chat and giving us views and saying light the beam and all that stuff, you know, thanks it. for hanging out Work with us beam, too, man. Maybe. Yeah, light, light, light that beam, spark that bowl, whatever you got to do. You know, it's just basketball at the end of the day. So pop them if you got them, Suns fans. <clears throat> Coors Lat tonight. Matthew, you're drinking. Yeah, what did you have at the bar, though? Did you already have some? You were at Zips, right? Tonight? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you about that. Oh, no. What happened at Zips, dude? Bar so fight? You have a... Sacramento Kings by a final score of 135 to 127, which, as always, brings me to my first question for Matthew. Matthew, I got to ask. Matthew, I got to ask. You want to hear about Zips? Let me hear it. Let me hear what happened to you tonight, John. 
I'm just gonna keep drinking. This is gonna be a fun podcast. Fuck it, I'm drinking. Let's just let's talk about zips all night and just have people like comment like the beam over and over again. Like I just that's all I want to do. Yeah, like like the beam, like the beam. Like Coda Kid says, like I wish we had a beam. Uh, You know what? I'm kind (laughs) of jealous. Two years ago, a beam would have been awesome. (laughs) It would have been. Would have been fantastic. What a great idea. so yeah, I was I was planning on going to Zips tonight. So I went down to Zips locally, my area. Fucking mm-hmm. packed, man. It's March Madness tonight. And it, it brought me oh, back ooh. to that time. Once upon a time, it was March Madness when Devin Booker scored 70 points. And you and I couldn't find a fucking TV that had the Suns game on. Way mm-hmm. back in like 2018, 17, whenever it was. So I went and... Went to Zips. They're like 35-minute wait. I was like, ah, fuck it. So I drove up to Marley's up at Desert Ridge. I went to Marley's at Desert Ridge. And you can't find a place to park. And you look in, you're like, fuck, that place is packed, too. So I drove to a Zips over in Kierland. That place was packed, too. <laughs> and I finally ended up at a Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers. Oh, great spot. Love Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers. Salty, uh, but good spot. It is salty. I wasn't a fan of their queso dip tonight. And I think that... Uh, after such a long journey, my wife and I realized it's like shit. If we just stayed at Zips, we could have we we'd be sitting down by now. But went to Zips, had a few beers, and you know that's the difference about watching this game for me than a normal game is you're watching in the my bar bad. atmosphere. So you obviously have a lot more insight as to what has occurred in this game, who played well, who didn't play well. I was watching the game in an environment where I'm, I'm drinking beer, I'm having dinner with my wife, kind of watching it. But I will tell you this. My observation was in the first half, this team looked energized and engaged. The ball was moving around. Chris Paul's getting assists, and it seemed like everything was right in Suns land. Tell me about that first half for the Phoenix Suns. Well, the first quarter was perfect. First quarter, they actually come out, and they play right in the paint. They actually get uh, free throws, right, guys? Free throws, 8 of 9 to start the game in the first Uh quarter. Guess how many Kings had zero. So the Suns were getting the calls. They were in, they got the Kings in foul trouble with like maybe five minutes left in the first quarter. Then, you know what? What happens every time that happens is like Chris Paul gets a rip through and then he gets to the line. I'm like, oh, here we go. Five minutes. You're in the bonus, but like nothing really happens. But yeah. they, they got to the line. They're a physical man. And I'm telling you what, man, that bench, Warren kind of, he came out. He was a little, little cold, but then he warmed up in the second quarter. Ross mm-hmm. was, of course, nonstop. Everybody was hitting on all cylinders. Really, this team was just they were they were just a team that was hitting on all cylinders, but also it was like, oh, wait, are the Kings just missing a lot of shots? No, they were shooting 50%. It's just because the Suns were limiting their options, man. I think they only had the two offensive rebounds the Kings did. Bismack, Jock did the best they can with Sabonis. They boxed out like hell. They gave their all tonight. They looked like they might have played three games in one. It was just that kind of opportunity they had, and they just showed up. And I don't know. It was the best first half you could ask for because you go into these two games, you're like, oh, it's the Kings and the Sixers. It's like we're going to lose both games because we have nobody, right? I mean, yeah, we have nobody to help. But you know what? We're like, oh, if after the first half, you're like, well, you can maybe win this game. And third, we can maybe win this game. And you're like, oh, the Sixers are playing tonight too. So that's a back-to-back. So maybe we can pull this game off and have a chance tomorrow night. That's what I was thinking. It was looking good. First half was just amazing. Off the wall, what you wanted from the Suns, just the intensity, the defense, just not making mistakes. Only a few guys out there making mistakes, but everything was just cherry in the first half. It was beautiful. And one thing thing that I noticed in that first half, and primarily in that second quarter, was the effectiveness on the interior – of one Jock Landau. Jesus, this is a nice limo. Yes, it is. Now suck my Jock Landau. I mean, six of six from the field in the second quarter. He had 12 points, and he was, you know, now part of that is the fact that uh, the the Kings just kind of look a little discombobulated on defense in that first half. I think that's what it was. We talk about foul trouble. They weren't necessarily in foul trouble. Uh, if you take a look at full at total free throws in the first half, you know, they shot four, the sun shot 10. So it yeah. was kind of the other side of it, but it was when, with, when you play against the King, and this is one thing that we'll talk about kind of throughout the podcast is smaller lineups can be successful against the Kings. And I feel like, Although this loss sucks, 
and I'm tired of fucking losing. And we have to wait to see here in a few minutes how everything kind of shapes out in the Western Conference, just relative to today, where the Phoenix Suns sit, knowing that they have to come home and play the Philadelphia 76ers tomorrow, who did play the Warriors tonight. But you look at, if you're trying to find some positives in this loss, I think that Monty Williams' adjustment to play small ball uh, with Jock Landell, but really in that fourth quarter, you saw a lot of really good lineup production against this Kings team. Now, granted, DeMontis Sabonis is a beast. He's a, he's challenging. Uh, in the first half, he had 16 points. Okay, so it's not like you were shutting him down, but you could also kind of attack him as well. Now, he ended with 27 points. He ended with nine rebounds. He was 10 of 15 from the field. Uh, thankfully, you know, he 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 showed some weaknesses on defense, and I feel like if we're not looking at this game, if we're, we're, we're trying to be optimistic Suns fans here, right, and we're trying to look forward to the playoffs and potentially having to play a team like the Kings, did you see a potential weakness in the size that this team presents? Um, good question. And when you're talking about size, you think of Ish too. He hasn't played the last two games, so I'm not sure what's going on there. I kind of like the okay. fact, yeah, I kind of like the fact that you know Warren's getting a lot of minutes, and they're really sticking to just shooting. I mean, defense is really hard. They're hunted. Ross and Warren are totally hunted um, on the other end. So you're yeah. gonna lose that battle every time. But the offense they bring at any given night can be explosive, like tonight. The size that the Suns have, I think Jock and Biz are just the perfect guys that are just. They're big, right? But they're not like really athletic, but they can just make these guys work. Like they play hard and just make it difficult. I think when KD comes back, we obviously know that him playing the power forward position will really shore up that size issue that we always talk about. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that the the lineups that Monty had out there tonight were kind of like, oh man, you have Ross and Warren there again together. Defensively was terrible. Why is Akogi not coming in until two minutes left in the in the fourth quarter? Like you're thinking about those things more just to be more just to do with the perimeter defense and then guys being hunted out and just taken to the rim. The size is it's okay because there's a guy in Akogi that plays big. Ish can play big. Jock plays bigger than I feel, feel like he is sometimes. And Bismack with the blocks, it makes up for it in a way. Um, rebounding is just the biggest thing, but rebounding was not an issue tonight too. So I guess if you're talking size, man, the rebounding comes from that. And I'm just thinking, you know what? They, if they play hard, which his team can, they're going to grab those boards and they're not going to allow the second chance or opportunities to happen again. Well, I think the reason that Monty was playing both TJ Warren and Terrence Ross at the same time and not bringing a Kogi in for, for defense was because when you play the Kings, you know that they are a team that, yes, they they score a ton of points. And it's almost like Monty's like, you know what? This is a track meet, and I got to have guys out there who can score. And good, bad, and different. We talked about it extensively on our last podcast. Josh Okogie, as much as we love what he brings from a hustle standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, from an offensive rebounding standpoint, he is not a good scorer. And why he's had a good season relative to his career against his career recently it's really fallen off so I almost felt like you know what I'm going to keep both TJ Warren out there and Terrence Ross because I know that these guys can at least assist us in going blow for blow now Black Sunday in the chat again super chat five bucks truly appreciate that my friend that he wall says, is big, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he says, we led most of the game. Book and T. Ross, 30-plus. Bench played great. How do we lose this game? Well, that's the other side of the coin, right? Yes. When you don't have a Kogi out there, when you do have Ross out there, and you do have T.J. Warren out there, they're duplicitous players, and defensively, they don't have it. And what did the Kings do in the last five minutes? They just attacked those guys back and forth and back and forth. And the Suns kept fighting. They kept scoring points. They kept themselves in the game. But it was that one offensive rebound in which you didn't have Josh Okogie out there to go grab it because he was the kind of guy who would have got that rebound, right? It was like a weak side rebound. Terrence Ross was over there and just kind of went over his head. And he's just like, oh. Yeah. I think Hooter, who we'll talk about, he rebounded the ball. And then from there, they just – Took their time, took their time, went right at TJ Warren. I think it was Harrison Barnes went right yeah. at TJ Warren yeah. as a layup. And that's it. I mean, that's how that's how you lose that game. 
So I do appreciate the fact that Monty Williams was 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 adjusting his strategy a little bit. He's like, you know what? We're just going to try to go blow for blow for them, and hopefully our offense can beat their offense. The bad yeah. news, it didn't. You know, that would have worked. That was a perfect plan. But if Book didn't just have that outburst in the third where he just had to get a call, even though Fox didn't get on the other end and get that technical, and then Chris Paul do, it's like, oh, what did Chris Paul do? Who knows? He probably said something. It's Chris yeah, Paul. Chris Paul gets was another a lot tech. more ticky-tack. That's what flipped it. What was that, a 20-point like turnaround? We were up by like 11 that. points, dude. And then all I, of a sudden, I think it all was, the momentum I think it was, was gone. eight with Chris Paul. So yeah. I think we're up eight. But that's why I said earlier in the, in the podcast, I'm like, this is the perfect game you need from everybody else, even though Cameron Payne didn't do much. Like some guys, it shouldn't play tonight, but there's some guys, of course, out there that, you know, they can't fill up the stat sheet, but you got everything you needed tonight from this team. When we came into this game where we're like, there's no way we're going to win. Last game was miserable. No one stepped yes. up. We talked about who's going to step up. Yes. Ross Warren did offensively. You can do that, and then they can give up shots on the other end because you said, the Kings are great offensively. I don't feel like even if you're pretty good defensively as a player, better than TJ, who just lets them stomp all over them towards the basket, even if you're a little bit better than that, they're still going to score. You can do that blow for blow. If your stars of the team don't blow it because they just have the hardest time not getting calls. Like I've just, they got calls earlier and I'm just, I'm just saying like there is, I'm not back in the rest, but the way these guys complain out there every fucking time, I would be throwing everybody out of the game. I would be sick of it because that was tonight. Use your head, dude, in this game. Seriously, be the bigger man. Take the higher road. Well, like and you just said, more than the anything, game for use your, team. your head. Use Yeah, take the high road, man. Just be like, you know what? Sorry, you know what? Fox didn't get the call. I didn't get the call. Then Fox maybe did. That's fine. All right? Move on. Move play on. defense. Get back and play defense. This game is winnable in that situation. It's winnable. It's all the momentum, the crowd's taken out. And then here comes the crowd with the technicals. It was over. I knew it was over. As soon as it hit a six point lead, I'm like, this game is over. Yeah, no, right, that's that kind of question. No. Uh, yes, <laughs> no, maybe. Um, there's something you said in there. Yes. <laughs> there, there. There's something you said in there that I thought was interesting. Uh, shit. Sorry, man. That's okay. I've been drinking. That's what happens. Yeah, I'm yeah. not as You're a little blacked I, out. I, I just I blocked out halfway during your 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 Devin Booker rant, um, and <laughs> and it really just you had a good you you said something there and it, it sparked a, a thought process in my mind about the Suns stepping up. Guys did step up. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker Ooh. had had you know he just had he one of those it. he had one of those man fits. Makes yeah. you sad. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I lost it. But did it go back to the Spurs oh, tur- game? Tur- turnovers. I was thinking about turnovers. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I was thinking about what hurt this team. The Phoenix Suns only had twelve turnovers in this game. The Sacramento Kings only had four. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you lose this game. Is they just protected the shit out of the ball. I mean, you look across the board from a field goal percentage, it's pretty much dead even. Three point percentage, pretty much dead even. They made four more threes than we did. Free throws, obviously, you know, they made more free throws because every other team makes more free throws and attempts more free throws than us. Uh, rebounds, we out-rebounded by 10. 12 re- offensive rebounds to 5. Uh, total turnovers, though, 12 to 4. And, and points off turnovers, the Suns only scored 4 points off those 4 turnovers. The Sacramento Kings scored 19 points off the Suns' 12 turnovers. And like that's, again, how you lose this game. And I feel like that's correctable. And obviously, you know, when, when KD comes back and all that shit... You know, but we talked about, you know, guys who stepped up and we needed that. And that was a big part of of my frustration in the last game was during this low point in the season for the Suns, where now they've lost five out of their last six games. Nobody is stepping up outside of Devin Booker. No one, no starters, no bench players. We're not like, oh, well, a Kogi this and. Uh, uh, Landell that and and Chris Paul is really doing great in the fourth. I mean, I think he has four combined points in the last two fourth quarters. So it's just we need somebody to step up. And there, you know, Terrence Ross really stepped up. Too. What's the matter, dog? You embarrassed? This guy's a gangster. His real name is Terrence. Terrence. He's the home of both parents. Terrence. Terrence have a real good marriage. Terrence Ross tonight is going to give me a ton of great footage to redo that drop so it just looks better visually. 
audio from from an auditory standpoint, it's on point. It's perfection. It's perfection. Damn it! It's almost as One good. One hit as it and quit suck it. Suck my jock. But he was eleven of sixteen <laughs> from the field, six of ten from beyond the arc. Thirty points for Terrence Ross tonight. A season high. Five rebounds. He threw an assist in there. I will say this, man. Knowing that you had that he has that kind of game in him, knowing that like Landry Shamit can have those kind of games, those are the things that you need. That's why like a, a loss tonight again is frustrating because you feel like you wasted a Terrence Ross game, right? Yes. Oh, are you done? <laughs> yeah, I was getting ready to cough and drink a beer. Oh, you know what, dude? Ross, this is like Ross from the nineties. Remember the store? It was like everyone went there. You know, I got it at Ross. Now you know what, but Ross he's dressed for less. He's had yes. some of those games where it's just like you know the Ross, uh, <laughs> what, what the outlet store. That's he's had those games, but tonight just on fire. I love how he just kept shooting too. I think he, it was like he hit one three towards the end and then booked the next possession. Like yeah, jacked up a three double teamed. But the one before <laughs> he made that, like he missed it wide open. But I'm like, oh, like just shoot the next one, and he did, and you and knew he was gonna and go he in. Nailed it. Yeah, and they and they they dismissed him again. Uh, Chris Paul took his three at two minutes left, bricked it when you had Ross over there wide open, and then the one that Book took, he had Warren. Those are the two guys you got to keep feeding. I know Book's amazing, but what Book was doing so good tonight was just getting to the rim mostly. Um, his shot at times it, it fell in, but it just I feel like him getting to the rim was a big thing tonight. Um, but dude, Ross is that's why I was so mad. I'm like, you're wasting this game by him, like. This is what you need to close this kind of game out as a guy that's on fire. Two guys mm-hmm. that are on fire that it just cannot miss. Just blown away. Just who cares? All right. It's Didn't just matter. so pretty, too. I mean, Terrence Ross does have, I mean, he's the human torch and he has an unbelievably beautiful shot, especially when it goes in because he's not a guy who hits the rim a lot. Like, no, he's got, he's got that rainbow connection right and it's like straight in. It's just like the way it splashes on the net, it's just pretty. It's one of those things, again, you know, I I said it before, and if you're joining the show a little late uh, or you're you're hanging out with Suns Geek and you're popping over here and back and forth and all the different post-game pods that are going on, or if you're a a Kings fan who's got nothing to do but hang out on Suns uh, post-game podcasts, you know, uh, the thing I'll tell you is I was watching this game at the bar. And obviously, you know, there's commotion, there's Final Four, or not Final Four, but uh, March Madness games going on and such. And you just look over and you're just like, you see Terrence Ross open, just splash, splash. I'm like, that's just, it's fucking beautiful. It's such a good shot. And it's unfortunate, again, that the Phoenix Suns wasted one of these quality games by him because you take a look at since he has joined the Suns, he's played in, not including tonight, he's played in 11 games. And he's averaging nine points a game. He's shooting 39.2% from the field. Obviously, these numbers are going to go up following a 30-point performance. But with the Suns, he's scored 24 points once, 18 points once, 12 points. So he he has the ability to just be that microwave. Do you think that Terrence Ross is somebody who's going to be a member of the rotation come playoff time? Yeah, when they're spacing like tonight where – you know, the, a lot of the threes were open. I mean, they're covered by just a closeout, but he hits those. I feel like a lot of these shooters always hit the shots that are more covered than they are wide open. Um, except for TJ, he's really going to hit the wide open ones. Um, the spacing he was getting tonight where he can just make one move and then there's then no one in front of him, just make one move. Like the games that he's had hard times where guys are actually really good at keeping up on him because he can't hit those difficult shots. He was trying to hit like Booker shots a few games ago where he's just like, hand in his face maybe even get a double team from a big coming over that's not what he wants to do so tonight like it's it's the times where he can make that one move get the wide open shot and you're like oh now he's gonna feel it dude because that's just i i think that right now it's it's nice to see tj too because you can see like oh both of them might work together in these situations where you can go blow for blow but he's gonna get he's gonna get minutes man and he's not i don't know if he's gonna have huge games like tonight because of kd coming back but I'm I'm telling you, man, yeah, when this I mean, guy gets going, it's going to be like, all right, he's going to win us a game like he should have tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This was a game he, he should have won, you know. Please. But, I mean, he, he's not going to get 16 shot attempts, nor is he going to get the minutes when KD comes back. But I think, you know, you mentioned Ish Wainwright. That's what I was going to talk about earlier. You talked about Ish Wainwright and how yeah, haven't seen him for a few games. You know, Monty Williams said a couple games ago, 
He was uh, in one of his pregame or one, one of the uh, – if you don't follow Dwayne Rankin on Twitter, I highly recommend it. He's a beat writer for the Phoenix Suns. He's always there at every practice and ask and in a lot of just really good quotes. Uh, I, I write a lot on Bright Side of the Sun, and I, if I need a quote, I go to Dwayne Rankin. And one of the quotes that Monty had earlier this week is he's at the point where he is going to start to tighten his rotations. And what does that mean? It means we're going to see less of certain players, right? Like you're going to see less ish Wainwright. You probably aren't going to see a lot of Darius Baisley. Now we've had to like last game against the Lakers. You did because again, you're down Deandre Ayton and you were whistled every time you walked on the court. Uh, Damian Lee's a guy who didn't see the rotation at all tonight. So we're going to start to see that he's, as we go into these last few games for the Phoenix Suns, Monty's really going to start to tighten up what those rotations are. And that's the question that we have out there is who's going to be part of those playoff rotations. Now, granted, it's all going to be based on who the opponent's going to be. If you're playing a team like the Kings, Terrence Ross has proven that he is somebody who is productive against them. If we have to play Oklahoma city, the, the thunder, like Terrence Ross is a guy who could be productive against them. He's his size. He's six foot six. He's long. He is acceptable on defense. He's a, he, he's a negative defender. Yes. But he is a very, very plus uh, offensive player who has the ability to just knock down those shots. And due to his size and due to his ability to get open and with specific lineups, you might see him in specific series. I think over the past couple of games, both he and TJ Warren are getting more playing time because I think that their offensive prowess uh, is something that this team is going to need because we've talked about it forever forever i always fucking say this but i'll continue to say it. the second team has to have guys who can score right and those guys can both score those are both new additions that can score and we saw it tonight from both of them and i think that that's something that that come playoff time you're going to see those guys get more playing time knowing that in a perfect world which we want so bad to have back so bad is we will have either chris paul devin booker or Kevin Durant on the court at all times with that second team unit, pulling the gravity away. So Terrence Ross is standing there wide open, doing his taxing, figure popping his asshole and shooting wide open threes. I don't know what that means, but I like it. I like what I'm hearing. Um, I want to see too. Um, I was thinking about lines. I, I mentioned this last time where I didn't really want Chris Paul to finish games anymore. I still don't. I'll stick with that until I mean, tonight what 12 or 13, 12 and 13. Great. I'm just, I'm thinking, like, what if you can put a Kogi at the point and then you have Book and you can have a TJ or a Ross in there with KD and Aiden? I'm telling you, like, the reason they scored so much tonight, so many points, yeah. is because they were just catch and shoot most of the time, too, right? And they were wide open most of the time. The spacing was great. When mm-hmm. they get that spacing, like the way Warren played with the Brooklyn Nets, when he would play with Kyrie and, and KD, yes. it was like endless open shots for this dude. And he is automatic. He gets Should we going. talk about him? Should we drop him? Huh? No, let's do one. Let's do it. TJ, War Machine. In the world is TJ Warren. TJ Warren was I out. forgot about that one because <laughs> yeah. of the other one he kept playing. Well, he played 29 minutes tonight, man. Like, we yeah, saw 29 great. minutes of TJ Warren. It was great good for Monty. Out there. Yeah, good, good for, for Monty seriously. for playing him. Thank you, man. 7 of 13, 15 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, and cooked in the fourth quarter on defense. <laughs> I know, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you'll have so much defense down low from Aiden and KD, where that doesn't matter. If he gets cooked, there's backup down there. When you have mm-hmm. Jock down there, Jock's gonna get cooked. He gets any any guy going by on a little um cut, it, it doesn't matter. Like he has a hard time keeping up. And EJ was on him a little bit. He's like, he's like, you gotta do this. this. I'm like, dude, Jock's doing the best he can out there, man. To, EJ tonight was not very good. Uh, I don't know if you even heard most of the stuff. No, I was in the bar most of the time. He was bugging so. me. The Kings fans were getting annoyed. This is the first game where I'm like, all right, EJ, chill out a little bit, all right? I know you're you're a homer, but and but you're giving Jock a hard time for not playing the defense that Aiden can play. Like, yeah. Jock can't do that, man. Like, no. he was expecting things to happen that were never going to happen. Like, Book not getting the technical. I'll tell you what I didn't expect to happen. Houston losing tonight. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. 
Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back up to $10. I got Houston winning it all. I know. I'm dumb. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, buddy. Um, um, let's, let, let's go ahead and talk about the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who blew his top on. Big Dick Booker. Devin Booker tonight ends with 32 points, 10 of 16 from the field, 12 of 14 from the line, five assists, eight rebounds, four personal fouls, one technical foul. Matthew, it is the ninth time in 11 games that Devin Booker has scored 30 or more points. And you mentioned it a little bit earlier, and I'm going to, I'm going to, Echo that sentiment. The one thing that I saw from Devin Booker that was different was the way that he was attacking the, the basket. Like over the past few games, I mean, Devin Booker always attacks the basket to a certain extent and he takes a ton of mid range jumpers, but it was the way that he was attacking the basket tonight that was actually getting the contacts or the, the, the contact and getting to the foul line. Uh, still a little floppy, and I don't like that. I mean, just like go for the basket every time. If you get fouled, you get fouled. Sometimes he's going for the basket in an effort to get fouled versus going to the basket and actually getting fouled. Yeah. So did you see that tonight? And do the Phoenix Suns, are? do you think they're last in the league in converting and ones? <laughs> they never yes, fucking make an and one free throw. Did you look that up? No, but it just fucking oh. feels like it. <laughs> yeah, Book did a great job. That was the one thing that the Suns got a lot of shit for. It's like you're talking about SGA and Giannis, like comparing this guy to him, to those guys, those guys get to the rack and they're on the floor after every play book has to keep doing that. But the only thing is I don't like it too much because I'm scared of his hamstring. I really am. Yeah. I don't, I don't want him to get hurt tonight. He got hit on the wrist and he was like, Oh, like, I'm like, yeah. Oh, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like when he was trying to draw a foul, by the way, fragile than other guys like SGA and, and Giannis are just long and lanky. They can take it. They like fold in weird positions on the floor. Book is just like straight, like claps. And he's like, Oh, well, you know what I mean? So I get a little worried. Um, but him getting the line tonight was huge. I think, I mean, he had 12 attempts last game. I think tonight, 14 attempts. If he would have just kept doing that and like, Hey, I'm getting the calls and just keep your head down, man. You would have got more. Uh, we got our 26 or 29 attempts tonight. That's a lot for the Suns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing I said before just killed us, and I, I don't want to talk about it again. But no, I'm with. I you. think, I think anybody out there saying like, "Hey, the refs killed the Suns tonight," it's crazy, man. I just this one we needed a leader tonight, and I did star that one really quick. Sorry, let me see. Okay. Jose Ortiz to say Suns didn't have a leader tonight, and that had to be book right in a game mm-hmm. in a perfect game, a perfect storm for him to win this game. He just he blew it. He wasn't the leader that we needed. Even Chris Paul out there. So I'm I'm ashamed Monty didn't do anything really. But I would just count on Book and Chris Paul to lead us out of that third quarter and still just have the lead. Yeah. Again, that that third quarter was just oh man, it was abysmal. You take a yeah. look again. The Phoenix Suns going into the halftime break, they're up 67 to 56. They scored 37 points in that second quarter. And again, I was at the bar. I was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. What a like what a first half that was. That was just fun. Then you take a look at that, that third quarter, right? 45 points to 26. They outscore the Suns by 19 points. They go 15 of 26 from the field, they being the Kings. They go 5 of 10 from beyond the arc. And they go 10 of 11 from the free throw line. Suns are 8 of 20 from the field, 40%. And again, what hurts them is... They turn the ball over five times, and the Kings don't turn the ball over at all. Uh, you know, it's just points in the paint, 18 to four. So what they did is they came out, and, and it's it's clockwork what they did, right? There's two guys who played the entire third quarter. It was DeMontis, a big Saboner, a big head Saboner, played 12 minutes, and he started attacking the paint earlier. He ended with six, seven points, and then he started doing the dribble handoffs to Kevin Horter. And Kevin Horter went fucking nuts. He went four of seven from beyond the arc. He had 16 points, five of nine in the quarter. And it was the defense that just didn't make the adjustment 
to the to that. Now that being said, again, I'm trying to find silver linings these days, man. I hate being yeah. mad. I hate being sad. I hate being a son. Well, it depends what day it is. I mean, you had a good Friday night. You don't want to come in here and just be all, you know. Oh, I had a shit week at everybody. work too. I just had one of those shit weeks at work. It's like the, the work week sucks. The everybody sun did. It was a rough week this week, right? I don't know how. Tough. Like Monday, I went golfing I for work. That. that threw everything off, huh? Yeah. You can well, still golf. Like, I tried. To, I tried. This is my first time golfing. Is it since all right? August. I'm fine, dude. I feel great. We need to go oh, golfing okay. Sunday. What are you doing Sunday? I'm on a date. In the day? A day I date? Sons play Friday, Saturday, so it's a Sunday date. I'm going to a church. A day date, though? Yeah. Do day dates, of, of, you're going to the friend zone. You can't do that. No, it's fine. So we can't go golf on Sunday. Day dates are in the friend zone? That's I haven't heard yeah, that. Have you ever yeah. seen the movie Just yeah. Friends? Huh? You've never seen the movie Just Friends? No. What? We watch that every Christmas in this house. Shannon loves it. I mean, I've seen the beginning, but I hear it's really funny. Oh, a day date? Yeah, but this is... On a day date, no, you move that to a night date, and you kiss her at the end no matter what, because friends, <laughs> don't, friends don't kiss. Friends, yeah, friends don't kiss. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They go All on right, day well, dates together. If I, don't kiss, if I don't get a kiss, I'll lock the door until I get a kiss, and I'll let you guys know how it goes. <laughs> That's not how you do it. That's Matthew. what you just said. You said you, not, you don't leave till you get a kiss. I'm going to lock her in the car. I'd be like, you can't get out. Like, <laughs> can't do that. Where, where are you doing your day date at? Um, uh, we're gonna go to Chandler. I think, you, dude, it's awesome. Like, down the, you just do a whole day down there and just hang out. Well, like Shan and I were talking. Like, I want to go back down to downtown Chandler, but this time, like, stay at a place. Oh, okay. Yeah, go during the day, dude. You just pop around. Every no, place. I want to go see that like Sublime cover band. That was so fucking dope. That place, like the Bird's Nest or whatever. What's that place? The upstairs place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Perch. Yeah, the perch. That place is so much fun. We were there for Stephanie's birthday, but then we had to go to That's the, the country bar, <laughs> and then we had to go. That place is awesome. We were literally yeah. talking about tonight. So like, answers, so much if you guys there. come, I might be there, and you can make it awkward. Be like, "Hey, did you guys kiss Ma- yet?" <laughs> Matthew, Matthew at the at the perch on Sunday. Well, yeah, shit, I get, but we got to go golfing because again, I went golfing and I just I had a really good time. Let's go next weekend because I was going to ask Adam to go again. Now we're talking. So right. I got some new clubs, and I want to try. Yeah, and Jam says about- perch rules. It does rule talk because i gotta sneeze perch rolls maybe i'll get maybe i'll get a kiss oh, i'm taking my mom by the way so oh well then you definitely so get a kiss awkward. on the cheek yeah that'd be cute you get a kiss on the cheek it'll be fantastic what were we talking about i have no it idea it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what we're talking about the sun's <laughs> the sun's lost uh oh yeah again i'm, I'm looking for the positive and mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. something about the positive Talking about well, the third I mean, quarter. There's a lot of positives. Oh, well, well, okay. We'll we'll get to your positives okay. while I'm thinking about this. The way that the the Suns got carved up by the Kings in the third quarter is something that's now on tape. It's something that if we have to play this team in the playoffs, you know to avoid those dribble handoffs there you go. and Kevin Werder. Because now it's there. Now they, you know, you sit back like what killed us in this game? In that third quarter, yeah, you had some momentum-killing technical fouls by your star players and your leaders. But it was Kevin Werger who did it by coming off dribble handoffs after it was like, go inside, go inside, go inside. All right, let's focus all of our defensive energy on DeMontis Sabonis. Okay, from 15 feet out, he's doing a dribble handoff, or you have Werger coming around off two screens and just hitting him wide open for three, and he was just crushing it. So what you have to do is you just have to, you know, you have to game plan, and now that's there, so come on. Yeah, they showed their hand, right, in a way. They're trying to win these games, and then you got the film. No, it's perfect. I think just the resiliency of this team, um, up up way, up, up way. Up way. the third, mid-third, you know. They just kept coming back. I thought every time out, they'd come back out and just give up the lead. But, like, guys like even Jock out there just holding it down, dude. Like, the shots he was getting off, dude, were just – he was making ones that were just acrobatic, kind of. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a yeah, win. But that's, that's the exception, but not the rule. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was gonna be a win for that reason, but fuck. We are talking about your dating life and whatever. The perch, you know, going to the perch. Eight and watch. This just in: there was no eight and watch because he didn't play tonight. 
<laughs> you tricked me, dude. I was like ready to go. I was like, I can't wait till this guy comes back because defensively, like the way he played Sabonis last game, I think Sabonis ended like the game with like 17 and nine. And like, just he never gives up dunks like that or anything. He just, he limits him to almost, you know, just having to do, just having to like wear himself out getting to the rim or like just, you know, taking the shot, the the little step backs or something. But mm-hmm. Aiden, you just, you miss him in games like this, dude. You miss, and, and tell I mean, me, you just this. miss him. Tell me, exactly. Tell me over the past few games, you haven't missed him, Matthew. Tell everyone oh, yeah. in Jamster Nation that you've missed DeAndre Ayton. We would have, we would have probably won last game, and tonight we probably would have won tonight's game. Yeah, definitely clip, miss him, man. Clip, clip that and use that in one of our little shorts and Instagram and TikTok videos, okay? They, the, the Jamster yeah. Nation needs to hear that. Matthew's not a DA hater, man. He's what's called a DA realist. He calls it like he sees it. Everyone leave Matthew alone whenever he gives he says anything oh, negative about DA. No more comments from me. I'm I'm Bill Simmons, Joe Rogan, and now where you just don't look at the comments. You just have an episode <laughs> where you, you talk go. shit and just don't look at the comments. That's that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. I you know I I try not to look at the comments. It's the comments in the uh, the Twitter chats that I have with other Suns podcasters that get me going. And guys, you guys, you know who you are. You guys are in the in your own world. I don't understand you, that at all. You have no idea. I should read you some of the shit that we were saying to each other this week. Another reason why this week sucked. I felt like so. Are our, our, we're going on tandis right now because I'm drinking. So who gives a shit? You watching any shows right now, Matthew? You know what? There's a lot of good TV right, out right now. By the way, you're gonna tell me about Succession, huh? I gotta get that HBO pass because it's coming fuck back. off. It's coming back, and I gotta watch. It. I kind of want to rewatch the whole thing. Uh, shows that I'm watching right now, actually. Um, I just finished the anime Attack on Titan. I think I already said that, but no, I haven't watched anything else. So, anime, same. Um, just kidding, <laughs> but I'm not. Uh, but yeah, no, we're rewatching. We're rewatching Succession from the yeah. first episode. Like we're right at the end of like season two right now. The best. I love Succession. It's oh my such god, a great it's a top show. five. It really is. It is. I'm trying to get sure. my brother Paul to watch it because Paul Paul knows good TV, and he's just like he, I forget what he's watching right he's now or re, rewatching. I'm just like, dude, fucking Succession is amazing. It's so good. It's like from the outside looking in, it seems really boring, but it is such great writing. Oh, and yeah. because Perfect. of that, again, a, a challenge I think I have is because you watch Succession, I I, I, I find myself saying fuck off all the time because that's all they do. And they're like, oh, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> and like I'll, I was at work the other day and I like I clicked on something and it wasn't loading fast enough. I was like, oh, fuck off. And I just I love that show. And uh, obviously it's coming back season. The last and final season, season four starts in two days. So that's out. Mandalorian's out. I still haven't watched an episode of that, and I love Mandalorian. So it's like boo. I'm Ted Lasso just came back. Boo, double boo, dude. Wasn't what do you mean? Is this a what third season? Double boo. I didn't like the second season. I gave up. The first season I loved, and the second oh, season yeah. was totally different. I didn't no. understand what was going no, on. I love both. I, I love. I love both of those. I love okay. both of I, those. Great, great. Yeah, great. I got to get back to Succession, and then um also, um what's the one? The video game one. The Last of Us. Last of Us. Everyone in the yeah. chat. Talking Did you watch about Last that? of Us? No, I never played the video game. But you like, don't have I, to. I, I got. I the watched video the first game. episode. I didn't think it was when that I, good. But when I bought my PS4, I got the video game, mm-hmm. and like I just never played it. So it's like I don't know if I need to have that affinity. But you know, no, you don't. But I, everyone says it's a fantastic show. So that's another thing. Like it's it's good to have that time of year. But what's going against that is great basketball, right? Like we wanted to watch Succession tonight. But it's like, nah, let's go to the bar, watch the Suns game. And then now my wife. Is it good basketball, though? No, it's not. It was fun basketball this, tonight. This, Yeah, I think this season I've watched. When you play in the Kings, it's fun basketball. We always have respect on the for the Suns Kings, side? man. No, it's, it's, it's fun. But it's not like, oh, this is no, like must-see basketball. Like, you no, cannot. We're at the back How end do you of the analyze season? any of these teams right now? You know what I mean? Like, if I were to be like, oh, yeah, I got to watch these games just in case there's a matchup in the playoffs coming up. You know what I mean? Like, you have no idea what you're watching right now with these injuries and stuff. So, it's just a big mystery. So I think it saves a lot of people time just to kind of be like, eh, this season's kind of, it was just a bummer. It really was. It was, it's, but it's all about the playoffs. It's all about the playoffs. And right now you're trying to figure out fix that, though. with the, the, the home stretch ahead of us, you're trying to see who's hot coming into this, you know, cause things, you know, the times they are changing as the great Bob Dylan once said, and the playoff picture, I'm pulling it up right now. It has changed. The Phoenix suns are now the five seed. They are a game behind uh, or a game ahead of the Golden State Warriors for the sixth seed. So much akin to last podcast, 
We talked about how if the playoffs were to start today, we'd be playing the Clippers. The difference is we'd be playing at Crypto.com Arena yeah. versus playing at the Footprint Center because the Clippers and the uh, the Suns have switched in this. The Warriors state. won tonight, right? Does that include the Warriors win? They just beat tonight. the Sixers. They just beat the Sixers, who will be playing Phoenix tomorrow. And so you look at it. Denver takes on the you know the the eight seed. The mm-hmm. Grizzlies take on the seven seed. And the Warriors right now would play Sacramento. That would be at a fucking amazing series, by the by. A battle of Northern California, uh, two fan bases that probably have a lot of disdain for each other. Uh, I've always had much respect for the Sacramento Kings. I've lost a lot of it since I've seen some of the Sacramento Kings fans come into our live stream chat and just say dumb shit like they've ever won anything either. It's like, come on, man. Like, we're kindred spirits. We're the kings and we're the sons. We both have purple. Sons. We've never won anything. Yeah, we're the king sons from back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come like, on, guys. Like, I love I love the kings. Like, I, I, do, I do. love the kings. Like it sucks. Like on a night tonight, like tonight, I want to beat them. But it's yeah. a team that it's a team that I definitely have respect <laughs> for and I enjoy watching. Like there are kindred yeah. spirits, and like they much it must be a Northern California thing. Like Northern Californians just suck as fans i guess i think they're just happy to beat the suns and let me, they let must me tell be, you but the way that they're talking shit like they're calling suns fans queers and stuff well, it's like really weird yeah but let me tell weird you Kings. kind of shit talking they come from no no cow county let me let me tell you something kings fans all right so suns were really good two years ago and then last year they were really good again Mm-hmm. And then we traded away a lot of guys for Kevin Durant, right? So maybe you can be that in the future. But right now, we're a destination. That is something you'll never be. See, now oh. you turn me heel. I am total heel now, and I fucking hate the Kings. I'm just kidding. Ooh. Love, shout out Ooh. to Deuce and Mo. Love those guys. Those are all, like That'd be awesome. I don't know if you ever watched them, but they're big in that area. They're like rock stars over there. The I'll tell you this. Podcast. I've been to that arena. It's a great arena. It's but beautiful, you're right. right? You're right. beautiful. I had respect for the Kings, but like Jose Ortiz says in the chat, you know what? Fuck the Kings. Yeah, yeah that's right. No yeah. love in this heart anymore. Yeah, they're frauds. They're frauds. They're you know what they're <laughs> you know what they are? They're what in succession they'd call new money. They're okay. They're new money. Okay. They're, you guys haven't been to poop. the playoffs since two thousand. You haven't been there since the fucking Bush administration. Shut up. You won a game in the regular season. Fuck off. Well, you should have won that year too, just like the Suns. <laughs> No, not no. <laughs> Just like not the Suns should have won the last two years. No they should have won in 02. 02, that team, man. They should have, yeah, that's what oh. I'm saying. They should have won. They should have won that. I remember that. I was a baby. Oh. I was 12, 13 years old. A little fat 13-year-old boy, you know, <laughs> running around watching <laughs> watching the Kings and Lakers. Like, how come the Kings can't win? You know what time it is. Trivia time. Last time the Kings made the, the playoffs was 2006. There's your trivia time. Fuck Are off. you going to come to the screen right now, man? You're like... <laughs> you know Wait, did you really have trivia or was that it? No, that was it. Oh, okay. Dang, another one, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's a Friday night. Go, I don't dude. work tomorrow. You know, it was a yeah, long week. Uh-uh. Yeah, you know, things and places and perp- nouns and... I just that want to play some drops that sound well, good, man. <laughs> some of our drops just they they hit different, man, when you've had a few beers like Oh, two points. Two points tonight. Uh Josh Jacob. Dude. Uh huh. Well, should I do a subreddit steak out at least? Oh yeah, hell yeah! I forgot yeah, about you, that. Segment. Twice in a row, you forget. That's <laughs> because nah, I'm not doing it. That's where you have to just be like, "Hey, you know what I got for you?" And just hit the drop, man. You can MC too, you know. Can you I? Have controls. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. Trying to feel time. You can press the fucking buttons. Oh, I'm the king. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I was the king hanging out with the king. Oh, I see oh. what you did there. Oh, look at this. Oh. It's, uh, Elvis Presley just showed up with them uh, sideburns. Oh, I'm moonwalking. Oh. What does he do? Does he moonwalk? Moonwalk. No, that's, that's a that's a king of pop. Uh, Michael I Jackson. Have, I have sex with young age girls. It's like all of them. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Priscilla <laughs> Presley was like twelve, but I'm better. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't. I'm talking yeah. about the king. They get away the with king. everything. All right, tell me about the king. 
All right, so I don't even care about this, but uh, <laughs> all all it was was like Fox got hurt, I guess. So everyone was worried about Fox. He left oh, the game no. early. You mean the team that hasn't been injured all season, the Sacramento Kings, actually have to deal yeah. with an injury? It's a bummer. Oh, actually, what's I feel that feel bad like? now. I, I can't do that anymore, dude. I it's just, I like the Kings too much. I'm like, oh, that does suck, kind of. It does. Uh, I love the Air Fox. Yeah, you know what? I do too. Um, Eddie Johnson, though, don't call text. You'll get the crowd back into the game. That's what he said. And someone's hmm. like, is Eddie Johnson an idiot? No, he's not. He's for real. Like, that's what happened. Eddie Johnson <laughs> called happened, it. Yeah, he called it, dude. It says, um, the Suns team is so fucking soft. I hear that all the time. Uh, there's so much cur- There was so much hate. And, you know, sports is good, but it really does tear us apart. It's a big distraction for all of us. And it tears us completely apart to attack each other for no reason. When there's other things going on in the world that you need to go out there and fight. All right, guys? I'm a little bit of a hippie now because I'm back in the... Was was he from the 70s? Uh, Elvis 50, 60s, 70s? 50, 60s. He, he, he died in the 70s. Oh, he's like, oh, I'm Mikhail taking Bridges, a shit. Oh. <laughs> Mikhail Bridges, I miss him. Oh. Oh. I was going to read the say All right. How, how we got zero? You know what? No, what? these aren't even that good. Kings fans suck. There was nothing good in there. I was in it too, and I just didn't see anything cool. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. So last week, Taylor Swift was in town. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. Did you go? uh, No, but Ashley went. My stepdaughter went. Did she go? You didn't know that? That's what we got. No, I thought she could get tickets. Oh, whoops. Yeah, for her 22nd birthday, we got her Taylor Swift tickets because uh, it was her golden birthday because she's 22nd, nice. born on the 20s, you know, 22, born on the 22nd. I don't know about you. Yeah, she doesn't talk to me Taylor anymore. Swift so, well, it's because not at all. Taylor Swift uh, thing. So, what we did the next night because she played two shows in, in Phoenix. Yeah. What we did the next night is, and this is where technology is fantastic, is we literally just screen mirrored our phones. Uh, so, you know, you got your you got your phone right there. Right? Look, at that, mm. look at that dope phone, by the way. Oh, look at that screensaver, man. Yeah, it's like neon blue and such. I got KD off of mine because he's, yeah, he's never I got, play. Well, I got like my, one, one of my other screensavers is like the... Hold on. The Kevin Durant one? Yeah, the Kevin Durant with like Luca. It's like the last time he was on the court playing for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the biggest win in our oh, franchise history right history. there. History. Uh, but what you can do is you can screen mirror for your from your phone. So we literally live streamed because people on tiktok like live stream when they're at the event yeah and at the taylor swift concert <laughs> concert so we live streamed it onto our tv and that's how we spent last saturday night in my house so it's like me my wife my daughter watching taylor swift after she went to it the night before and i don't know if you know this but taylor swift is performing live in uh las vegas tonight which i think she's doing four or five shows and that's what I hear in the other room. Is Shannon's? Oh, they're live streaming it again. Yeah, oh yeah, crazy. No, Shannon is because Ashley's back at college. But oh yeah, yeah, I know she went back. And, and shout out to hi. Ashley, man. She got like fucking multiple job offers today at a job fair because she's getting ready. Did to she really? Yeah, I'll have to call her. Yeah, yeah. She, gets, she gets her pick of where she wants to teach. It's fucking badass. You know, I was gonna say like, oh, she never talks to me. But then what am I doing, dude? I never talked to her. I didn't even yeah. know she was in town. Honestly. Yeah, she was in spring break. So she last went to week. go see Doctor Anderson, and then I was like, yes. Yeah. And then she went to Taylor Swift. And now Great she's, week. Getting, all, Great she's week. getting all kinds of draw, job offers, man. So like, dude, I'm gonna call her right after this pod, and she's not gonna answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's because she's probably live streaming Taylor Swift's show. Oh yeah, she plays right call, I'm gonna call her. Yeah, you dude, should. Why would you? Her. Okay, why don't you just enjoy the moment, right? I'm like one of those old guys now, where I'm just like, just enjoy it. Don't record the whole time, unless I guess do they make money off of it? Yeah, I'm the, sure the they do. Streams? I'm sure they do. Oh, and like, then I would do that. And sure. and it's funny because you fall in love with like the people who are doing the good job. They're not like live streaming the screen or I'm, I'm the, the stage, but the screen so you can see it at home. And it's like if you're ever live streaming at a concert on TikTok or Instagram so your friends can see it, don't sing along. It ruins it. I don't want to well, hear everyone singing along. Yeah, but it's Every, different everyone. when it's the, all it, the Taylor it, it, light Taylor Taylorites. You got to find the right person. Swifties. The Swifties. Yeah, Swifties. I like Taylorites. I just made that up. Taylor I really Wright. like that one. Dude, let's go Taylorites. I love that one. I love the Taylorites that are out there. So, uh, which reminds me, like if you if you didn't know, it, it's that time. Jam star of the game. Joe Koosh in the chat, dude. <laughs> Taylor got some titties though. <laughs> that just sounds funny. Uh, jam star of the game, Matthew. 
Are you giving it to Booker? Or are you going to T. Ross? The I'm human going to, torch route. Tross, if you will. I'm going to Ross and the TJ too. The, the outlets tonight. The outlet boys. They just the, the, outlet, the outlet boys. Day. Yeah, the outlet boys. Why do you call them the outlet boys? That TJ Max and Ross. Oh my god. Yeah, the outlet boys. Is that on Twitter? Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, I made that up. I never did anything with it though, because it's TJ Max. So I don't know. Yeah, but still, it's like TJ Max and like they're. Lo- oh my god, dude. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm going with the out. I'm going with Matthew <laughs> for coming up with the outlet boys. Yeah, pretty good stuff. You're the jam star, dude. Thanks, the dude. Boy. The duplicitous guys who can't play at the same time because they both are really good on offense, but both really suck on defense. <laughs> the outlet boys. Yeah. 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 Was Z on Might. the end? Mm. I'm down with that one. I wish I, wish I was drunk during the podcast. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. Do you even know what's going on right now? I'm having a good time, man. Yeah, Fuck I know. It. Fuck it. Fuck off. Next up for the Suns tomorrow. This time. Whoa. The 76 says are playing the huge. Phoenix Suns. That's huge. I kind of <laughs> like that. It's kind of that graphic <laughs> is in your face, fool. Uh, is this a win or a loss, Matthew? I'll start with that. Knowing that this Man. team just lost. They're playing off a of back-to-back. Watch the kid of the Suns. They might catch the same flight home. I mean, one's in San Francisco. One's in Sacramento. It's not that far. Well, they go Plausible. around in a circle. Yeah. Well, the yeah. earth's flat, so they'd have to come. I mean, either way, if it's around our flight, you still got to come over in the same way, right? To pick them up. Yeah, I've made that flight before. It's not that bad. And uh, the world looked round to me up there. But what do I know? You know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a caveman. What is that from? You know what that's from? Caveman no. lawyer? The caveman lawyer? Caveman lawyer. No. Is that a movie? No. You know what caveman lawyer dude? It's SNL? Uh, no, not. No. <laughs> It was Phil Hartman. It was Phil Hartman. I've seen seen parts of it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god! It's like one of my favorite things. Like, yeah, I I remember your your phones and your 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 new technology frightens me. When they thought me, it's it's Phil Hartman as greatest, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. He was so underrated. I, I love I'm Phil. Just a he's, caveman. I he's love one of those Phil guys Hartman. that like comes on. You're just like, oh, instant like romance. It's like, oh, I love this guy. You just screen. know it's gonna be. You funny. know what I mean? Yeah, it's you just know it's funny. gonna be a good time. It's like he used to be. He was like Todd Bill McClure. Huh? He was Todd McClure on The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Todd yeah. McClure. But yeah, Bill Hader. True. Bill Hader is fucking. There's fantastic. a lot of those out no there. Matter what he does. There's a. I was watching some really terrible movie and. uh Who's the guy from Ozark? The main guy, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. He was in it for like 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, this is great. Because he just has that personality. He's the same guy in every show, except for Ozark. <laughs> but every movie, he's the same. And it's just like a perfect character to throw in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Jason Bateman. He's another one. Like, did you ever watch Arrested Development? Were you mm. one of those? I never, I, I wasn't huge into it. I watched but, like, the first season. I liked it. And then the rest, I didn't like. The, it was one of those things. My, my, whole family loved that show but nothing was better than caveman lawyer ladies and gentlemen of the jury i'm <laughs> just a caveman what were so we yeah sons, sons win yeah sons Sixers. win tomorrow right i don't know man uh if da is back we have a shot he's is not DA back tomorrow i don't know i think he could be i do think he could be so tomorrow I really do do we not do we play monday too and then and then wednesday right Correct. And Wednesday, when Katie comes, who the heck are you? I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Y'all know who I am. Did anybody see a sniper? Did anybody see anything? I'm one of the best players to ever play the game. Fucking crushes me, man. Like, I made that drop and he hasn't played since. Like, it crushes everybody, man. This is the worst thing that could have ever happened. I bought a Kevin Durant shirt and I haven't even unfolded it. From Redbubble. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I bought the one that I designed on our Redbubble page. If yeah. you like a cool Kevin Durant shirt, follow the link in the description below. I bought it. It arrived the day he that he was supposed to play against the Oklahoma City Thunder. It arrived. I got the notification on my phone that he wasn't playing, and then I got the notification that that shirt had arrived. So I walked out to the mailbox, pulled it, and it's still sitting on my living room table, just like, oh fuck. Well, how does he go about this? Does he do pregame warmups? Yeah, 100%. All right. He has to. But that yeah, rumor, home, right? if you guys don't know, rumor is he is coming. Kevin Durant is returning on Wednesday against the uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. That is a game that is on at home. Again, Saturday, tomorrow, we play the Sixers. Then we go on the road for one game against the Utah Jazz. And then we return home against those Minnesota Timberwolves who just got Cat back, right? Cat's back. Luke is back. Jaws back. 
Backstreet's back. Katie's gonna fucking kind of finally be back. These next two games are big, man. These I, next two yeah. games. That's why standing. tonight frustrates me, man. It really does. My Oklahoma City and the fucking Lakers frustrate me. I, we were supposed to lose this game. I thought we were going to lose the Lakers game for sure. I, when I, I heard DA was out, I'm like, oh, we're just going to lose. Nah, I didn't I just, think so. Something about playing in LA, I don't think we're very good. I know we beat them in that series, but. Oh, wait, no, shut up. Sh- shut sh- up. Shut up, dude. Shut right, up, yeah. everybody. All right. We, this off, is the dude. first time we've lost the Lakers since yeah, the Jay like, Crowder thing. What am I yeah, talking about? I know. I didn't bring it up last podcast because I was too busy not running drops. So on that note, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get out here tonight, man? That's it. All right. Well, subscribe. See you guys tomorrow night, right? See you tomorrow night. Like, if, if you missed us, I'll probably be a lot more sober tonight or tomorrow night. Or maybe I'll drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Go home and drink your mama down. What are you supposed to say? I don't know. Go home and like lock her in the car or something. What the fuck are you talking about? Lock her. Go home and lock your family in the car until they give you a kiss. <laughs> <laughs>